Hey, what's going on, guys? It's JC Sportcast here, and I'm back with a podcast for you guys today. Guys, it's been a crazy day in sports. Um, it, it started yesterday. I wanted to wait because free agency has been going absolutely wild. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff that I want to get into. A lot of free agency, NBA stuff, a lot of WWE stuff that I've, hold, that I've held on to uh, to talk about. But let's get straight into things. The first big free agency bomb. I believe for you to start at 6 p.m. Eastern time, for me at least. Um, the first big first big trade, first big signing, um, 602, 603 right away, Wojnarowski and uh, Sham Sharania. Lonzo Balls agreed to a four-year, $85 million deal with the Chicago Bulls. Now, I believe going the other way was um, a second-round pick, Garrett Temple and... I'm going to butcher his name, Thomas Sadokarowski, something like that. But an absolute steal for the Chicago Bills. Um, you know, you got a great backcourt duo in Lonzo Ball and Zach Levine. I'm a big fan of Lonzo. I think he's doing great things with Zach Levine. He's a great playmaker. Zach Levine's going to be scoring way more now. He's got a guy like Lonzo. So that was a big move. Uh, I'm going to talk about a lot of the big moves. There's a lot of, there's been too many moves and if i was to sit here and talk about all of them you guys would be going crazy but jared allen has agreed to a five-year 100 million dollar contract to stay with the cavaliers now this is weird because i thought they were trading him um but 100 mil i mean this doesn't make really 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 any sense to me because you just drafted Yvonne Mobley. Now you're signing another center to hundred million dollar contract. I'm not completely sure what that means, what they're trying to do, but I think that's an overpay. I'm just confused by that decision. Mike Conley, you know, he stays with the Utah jazz as well as Tim Hardaway jr. Um, Duncan Robinson, five-year deal with the Miami heat, uh, $90 million deal. Now, he is the most expensive now undrafted player before is Fred Van Fleet. Now, it is actually Duncan Robinson. Kyle Lowry is signing with the Heat. Um, you know what? I'm happy for him. Three years, $90 million. He is the greatest Toronto Raptor I've ever seen, and I think most can all agree. Um, now, he's traded for, I believe, a first-round pick. Um, maybe a few more draft picks and then Precious Achiwawa. Um, I probably Achiwa, I don't know how to say his name, but he's a really good power forward, uh, stretch, stretch player of great power forward, a great small forward if you want to play him at. And then Goran Dragic. Now, I heard that they may trade Dragic to maybe the Dallas Mavericks. But this is a great move. I think Toronto is heading in the right direction. I do think they'll trade for Ben Simmons. Um, I think Pascal Siakam may be in the deal or maybe Precious, but we'll see how that rolls out. But Kyle Lowry, you know what? I hope for the best for him. He's a great player. There's a great big three in Miami. Um, you've got Butler, you've got Bam, and now you got Kyle Lowry. And they, they were rumored, you know, at the trade deadline to get Kyle Lowry, and they do get the deal done. They didn't have to give up Tyler Hero. So, you know what? Good on them. This is a great move. I think that this is going to put them in discussions, you know, to finish top four, be a second, third round team come the playoffs. Chris Paul, five years, or sorry, four years, $120 million. Now, you know what? He deserves this. He absolutely deserves this money, but I think this is absolutely overpaid. Uh, you know what? He's 36 years old. Now you're going to be paying him close to basically 
$40 million until he's 40 years old. Um, I think a two-year deal, I think a one-year deal would have been perfect. Not a really a four-year deal. I'm not really happy about that with the Phoenix Suns. I do think Chris Paul's got another year or two in him of playing at a high level. I don't think, you know, 39, 40, he's going to be playing like how we just saw him playing and getting the Phoenix Suns to um, the NBA Finals. But um, CP3, you know what? He showed it this year. He showed that he's a great player, but I think this is this is an overpay, in my opinion. Bobby Portis does stay with the, with the Milwaukee Bucks. Gary Trent Jr. obviously stays with the Raptors. Three-year, $54 million deal. This is a great deal. Um, again, you know what? I think they've had a great offseason so far. Uh, three years, $18 million. I think it's worth it. He's a great player. Um, he's probably in the starting lineup next year. He'll probably work his way into the starting lineup next year. I think him, Fred Van Fleet, could easily be the backcourt, but he 100% deserves it. Um, now, here we get into the Lakers. This was like four, four in a row. You got Dwight Howard, Wayne Ellington Jr., Trevor Reza, and then I believe it was Carmelo Anthony as well who signed with the, with the, with the Lakers, uh, Derek Rose, you know, signs a deal with the Knicks as well as, uh, Evan Fournier and Caruso to the Bulls. The Lakers making a lot of, a lot of great moves. Um, obviously, uh, Carmelo, um, Malik Monk, I believe also. And then, um, Kendrick Nunn. So this is a lot of great depth pieces that they're adding on this team. A lot of great shooters. I'm really liking the Lakers. They also traded for Westbrook. We didn't get into that that much. I think it's a good deal because what they gave up for it. And I heard that all three, as in Davis, LeBron, and Westbrook met, put, you know, egos aside, everything aside, let's win a championship. And I think we know Westbrook, he's had that problem. I think that, you know, he's going to get it done. Uh, I don't see him being a selfish player. You're going to be playing with LeBron James and potentially going up against the Brooklyn Nets in the NBA Finals, which is probably the favorite to happen. Uh, Blake Griffin has returned there. I heard, uh, well, obviously, Patty Mills there. A lot of big re-signing. Uh, Shy Gilgis Alexander and Trey Young. Trey Young, five years, 207. Gilgis Alexander, five years, 172. But that's not the biggest of them all. Um, Steph Curry, four-year, $250 million extension. You know what? He's the greatest shooter of all time, so I'm not going to hate. Like, he truly deserves this. He's a great – he's probably the greatest point guard I've ever seen, the greatest shooter I've ever seen. You could argue the greatest point guard, but this is a great move. Um, you know what? Great move on both sides because he's getting paid, and you know what? The Warriors are still a threat because Klay Thompson's coming back. Um, you got Steph Curry, you've got Kaminga, who's a really good player, and Moses Moody, which I think that had a great draft with those two players, as well as James Wiseman. So they've got a lot of good young players. You still got Wiggins in there. So this is going to be a team that, you know, the Clippers may not be as, a, as big of a threat with Kawhi Leonard being out for the majority of the year. But you can see Dallas, Suns, um, the Lakers, and, uh, and now the Warriors being as a top four. Even, even Utah and Denver, that's six teams right there that could be competing. And then, you know, Clippers fighting for a playoff spot, maybe another eighth team. I'm not, I can't really think of one right now, but we'll see with how, how that goes. But Andre Drummond is going to the 76ers. Now, this is a crazy move. Um, he, he really didn't do much on the Lakers. I think he's going to come off the bench, in my opinion. Um, Sixers, you know what? 
they did lose Dwight Howard. So let's see what happens with Ben Simmons. Um, but I do think the Raptors will try to trade for Ben Simmons. But Drummond, you know, I don't know. I don't know what he really brings. He he really rebounds well, but he's not really a great scorer. And rebounding is iffy too. You've seen it on the Lakers, but he's not a really great scorer. So maybe he's just there for rebounding and then giving him beat arrest. I'm not sure what they're trying to do there, but he does sign there. I don't really know what they're trying to do with that move. Obviously probably trying to replace Dwight Howard. That, that makes sense, but uh, we'll see how that rolls. And finally, the last two, Taylor Horton Tucker, three years, $32 million to stay with the Lakers. The Lakers, you know, Rich Paul's his agent. He gets his, he gets his uh, athletes paid, but the Lakers, you know what? I, they, they just don't stop. They have so much money. They don't stop spending. They, they're, you know what? They, I'd say the Lakers and I'd say the Chicago Bulls are the winners of free agency. Um, if I were to pick a team on both sides of the conferences, Lakers and Bulls, I think they've won this. Two of the biggest markets in the league. Um, players want to come to play in LA. Players want to come to play in LA. It, it's it's truly like it's being seen right now. Um, You've got a chance to play with LeBron. You got a chance to play with Anthony Davis. A chance to win an NBA championship. Like Kendrick Nunn, he signed, took significantly less. He could have went to the Knicks, but he wanted to win, and he signs a two-year, ten million dollar deal to play for the Los Angeles Lakers. Like this is a really good team. I know last year the Lakers made a lot of similar moves, getting Harrell, getting obviously uh, Dennis Schroeder. But this is, it looks like a new new team. I think the age is going to come into uh, in effect, but I think Anthony Davis can be more healthy than he was last year um, for the for the LA Lakers. And I think they're the favorites to come out of, the, out of their conference. I know I said it, everyone said it last year, but, you know, I think LeBron may take a bit of a back seat. It kind of sucks they didn't get a DeMar DeRozan. I thought he would have taken a pay cut and he's from California, but he doesn't do that. And he gets traded to the Chicago Bulls. For Al Frugaminu, um, Thaddeus Young, a future first-round pick, and two second-round picks to the Spurs. Um, Bulls, man. Bulls have got an unbelievable starting four. Um, you got Vucevic, Lonzo, DeMar, Zach Levine. You still got um, Kobe White, Lori Markinen. Like they've still got these players on their team that are going to come off the bench and be great players. So now where do I see them finishing? I think they will be a top four team. I think them, the Brooklyn Nets, the Milwaukee Bucks, easily those two teams will be in the top four as well as the 76, uh, sorry, as well as the Miami Heat and the 76ers in the top four. But I think the Chicago Bulls are going to be fighting maybe for a top four seed. I think easily top six. They're easily a top six team in the conference. There's, there's no doubt about it, but hey, you never know. They could upset a team, get into the second round and anything can happen. Uh, but Chicago and the Lakers are my favorites as I'm yawning but um this is this is a great free agency now as I refresh the page any any steals are still coming in nothing yet as of right now but that's it guys that's it for free agency so far Kawhi Leonard is obviously still a free agent but all, all sides point to him staying with the LA Clippers I don't see him leaving um but that's that and now I want to get into some wrestling stuff and you know 
WWE has a trend of releasing superstars who have all the potential in the world that they misused and they go somewhere else where like all, all the wrestling in AEW and they become stars. I cannot believe I've seen this. Bray Wyatt is released. Now, they said it's due to budget. Um, he was preparing for a return in August. This is, is maybe he, I heard he had some mental health issues, obviously the passing of Brody Lee. And, you know, that's his brother, like not real, like, but like that's been his brother for so long. They're more than just friends. Um, so I'm, I'm ashamed that WWE is, is, has done this. Um, what a great creative character he made. Every character, you know, we had the Bray Wyatt, you had the Husky Harris, um, you had the broken Bray Wyatt gimmick and then the fiend, um, but truly misused Bray Wyatt. You know, he should never have lost WrestleMania 30 against John Cena. He should have never lost to the undertaker or the following WrestleMania, WrestleMania 31, not just killed his entire gimmick. Um, then obviously he shifted towards the brother, the brother, uh, brother Nero and uh, broken Matt and broken um, Bray Wyatt. But this is a truly misuse of talent. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm in shock. And now Ronda Rousey tweets out, I've seen you same fans chanting, we want why last night chanting, we want beach balls over Bray Wyatt performing. If the WWE treated him like he was expendable, it was because you ungrateful idiots did it first. This is an absolute terrible take by Ronda Rousey. I'm not even sure what, what she's doing. Like, what is this? Like, I'm confused. And if you don't know, we want why chants are going crazy, especially during the opening segment during Goldberg's terrible promo with um, Bobby Lashley. But this was a terrible misuse of talent. Um, Mickey James did rip WWE as well, saying you basically released him and you gave his character to someone else. And Alexa Bliss took his ideas. And you know what? I'm, I feel absolutely terrible for Bray Wyatt. I heard Jojo also, who's his girlfriend. I'm not sure if he's married to her. I heard he was divorced, but she was slowly, uh, quietly released as well. But this is terrible for Bray Wyatt. Like, I'm, I'm just, I feel bad for the guy. He's going to have a 90-day no-compete clause. So if he does come into WWE, uh, AEW, I think it'll be in 2022. Um, but a lot of people are saying, you know, maybe he should take over the Dark Order as in a tribute for Brody Lee. I think that'd be a nice touch. I think that's what that would do if I was Tony Khan and AEW and Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks and Omega, all those guys. Um, you know what? He's gonna be he's gonna be great elsewhere. He is gonna be great elsewhere. This was a terrible decision. Um, a lot of people within WWE, as in the talent, were shocked by this, and they don't even feel that their jobs are safe. If a guy like Bray Wyatt is getting released, how can you tell if your job is safe? It's just unbelievable. I'm going to leave it at that. I hope he goes to AEW. I hope everything goes well with him. He lost a lot of weight recently. And in pictures, he looks in great shape. Uh, but this is, this is terrible. The Fiend character, that was a superstar. The next superstar they could have made. What dark characters he's done. And he's done great stuff with it. Um, but Barry to WrestleMania. Barry to Goldberg and Saudi. And you know what? He was buried again at WrestleMania, lost to Randy Orton, and Alexa turned on him. So that's it for Bray Wyatt. Uh, great talent in WWE. I always enjoyed his work, and I, I hope all, all the best all the best to him. I hope he's doing all right, and I know he'll go to a, a better place in AEW and do great things. Um, now, Raw this week, just yesterday, was terrible. 
um carrying cross the nxt champion gets pinned to keith lee you know what that's fine it's keith lee but he should not be getting pinned again with the 50 50 booking tons of rematches from last week on this card a lot of cm punk chance but i'm not even gonna get into monday night raw there was not a single thing on this show that i enjoyed it's unbearable to watch smackdown is 100 the better show uh aw is probably the best wrestling show right now and it's on tomorrow. I can't wait to watch. It's a great show. But uh, Monday Night Raw, man, is it terrible. And uh, Goldberg and Bobby Lashley's The Main Feud is not it at all. Now, Adam Cole. Uh, Wrestling exclusively revealed early this week that Cole's NXT contract is set to expire after SummerSlam later this month. The deal was previously set to expire after the NXT Great American Bash special on July 6th. But Cole extended it. He reportedly agreed to work through SummerSlam week and then reevaluate things. Word now is that Cole has not been formally offered a new full contract as of, uh, to WWE as of today. Uh, a source of influence within WWE has noted that the contract offer is obviously planned. Now, is he going to re-sign? You know what? This is, this is what I'm thinking. Now I'm going to sit up for this. If you're an NXT talent like Adam Cole, like Kyle O'Reilly, like Karrion Cross, you know, like Bronson Reed, like Johnny Gargano. Why hasn't Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa obviously been called up yet? You, They should have been called up maybe three years ago, four years ago. But how can you, if you're an NXT talent, look at the main roster, look at how the talent is treated, look at who gets released and be like, I can't wait to go to the main roster. Man, oh, that's the A show. That's the A show. NXT is not even NXT the B show. That's ridiculous because NXT is the A show for WWE. Um, Adam Cole, you know what? If he does go to AEW, I wouldn't even blame him, honestly. Uh, or, or you know what? Stay in NXT. I'm not sure if he really wants to do that. His wife, Britt Baker, is obviously in AEW. But I, I, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if he does leave. And I don't blame him. I don't blame people for leaving WWE. They're never going to learn. They will never learn until the day that CM Punk shows up in AEW and they'll have to throw everything off the book, restart from scratch and just clear house, man. You got to just get rid of all these people. Like Vince, you know what? He created this. I will never hate on Vince McMahon. He is the reason why AEW is, is where it is today because he's, he's made wrestling this level and he's, he's bringing it down now. Like he's out of touch. Triple H is in touch with NXT, but you know, and NXT is losing some of its, some of its value, some of its, you know, hype and all that. Uh, Small Joe obviously coming back, that helps, but it's just the management of WWE, the people in charge are not doing a great job. I think it's absolutely terrible. Now, Adam Cole, obviously that's news there. Let's, let's take another look here. Ric Flair asked for his release and was granted it. Now, he spoke with people today and said the departure is done on friendly terms. We just didn't see eye to eye on business opportunities that I want to pursue. So I asked for my release. Um, it happens sometimes business. You just don't see eye to eye. But how he, oh, sorry, he also talks about is mutually agreed upon. Um, now, I did hear, hear he say something like um, he was not happy with the, the direction of that storyline with uh, Lacey Evans, how there's a 40-year difference and they're supposedly dating. Like, that is ridiculous. How can you do that storyline? And just, like, I, I just don't get it. How is that a legit storyline? Who is invested in that? There's no good storyline on this show that you can be like, I'm invested in. I can't wait. 
uh, except for maybe Roman Reigns on SmackDown. But that's basically it. After Roman, who do they really have? They cannot make another superstar. They have failed miserably. And guys like Ric Flair won out. You know, Chris Jericho responds to Vince McMahon. AEW has never been worried about WWE and NXT. You know what, Chris Jericho, you're completely right. You shouldn't be because you obviously you're not going to have the following or put up the numbers that WWE does. But you're by far the better brand, and he knows it. WWE is way out of touch. I don't blame Ric Flair. I hope he goes to AEW for well, an appearance. That would be that would be amazing. And you know what? CM Punk and Daniel Bryan go there. I can't wait. Bray Wyatt as well. And this is ridiculous, honestly. And there's more releases coming. This this company, man. I just I hope Adam Cole leaves. I, I like. I just don't want to see a guy like Adam Cole on the main roster getting jobbed and buried and cutting cringe promos and doing nonsense like that i just i don't know man that's all i'm gonna say on that that is this is just ridiculous this is all ridiculous Bray wide releases honestly when i saw that i saw that wwe tweeted it and they have they deleted it it got people started talking about it and then like five five ten minutes later they actually put out the tweet again absolutely ridiculous he has he doesn't deserve this at all he, he's had his gimmick taken away from him as well um now cm punk CM Punk talk like every single day now. Punk is expected debut for AEW on August 20th at the United Center in Chicago for the first special first dance edition of AEW Rampage. Uh, while not confirmed, it's been reported that Punk has signed a deal with the company to make his long way to return to pro wrestling. The odds have Punk's debut as Darby Allen or Daniel Bryan, who's also been rumored to uh, sign with WWE. Could you imagine we finally get that match? That should have been the main event of WrestleMania 30. Daniel Bryan, CM Punk. And you know what? WrestleMania 29, it should have been The Rock, John Cena, and CM Punk in a triple threat elimination match. You know what? You want Punk eliminated? Eliminated first. He wanted that main event. He deserved it. He deserved it at 28. He deserved it at 29. He deserved it at 30. Daniel Bryan deserved it at 30, and he got it. But you know what? CM Punk is 100% returning. Everyone knows it. And that is going to break not just wrestling, the wrestling community, but the entire sports community. CM Punk, they still chant his name to the to this day. He's the hottest free agent, and Tony Khan may have just got him. But that's going to be it for today, guys. We're going to have Leafs talk for you guys on Thursday. Another podcast tomorrow. Hopefully, there's more stuff. Let's see if Kawhi resigns. Some NHL news. If we'll see if there's any. Not much right now. We'll get into the Leafs signings. They made signings of, of Nick Ritchie and Andre Casa. Uh, we'll talk about that on, on Thursday, but that's it for today, guys. Thank you guys for listening, and I will see you guys tomorrow.